Welcome to Clef Talk, bringing you discussions on the topics that adults affected by cleft lip and or cleft palate have told us matter to them. Brought to you by the Cleft Lip and Palate Association as part of Clapper's Adult Services Programme. Cleft Talk is presented by Kate Flanagan and Nikki Davis and produced by Kenny Ardwin and proudly funded by the VTCT Foundation. Hello and welcome. My name is Kenny Ardwin and I'm the Adult Services Manager at Clapper. Together with my colleague Nikki Davis, after a COVID-induced hiatus, we are excited to bring you another episode of Clef Talk, brought to you by Clapper's Adult Services Project, proudly supported by the VTCT Foundation. Clef Talk is your opportunity to learn more about the topics that adults born with a cleft across the UK told us are important to them through the Adult Survey and Roadshow. We hope that you find these podcasts both entertaining and informative. Remember that you can keep up with the Adult Services Project online, including listening to this and other panel discussions again at www.clapper.com forward slash Adult Services Project. You can also join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Clapper Adults. Now, today on the program, we are talking about the elephant in the room, which is COVID-19 and what it means for you as an adult born with a cleft. We'll also be updating you on what it means for Clapper's Adult Services Project and what the rest of Cleft Talk for 2020 is looking like. After a lengthy furlough, it is my pleasure to welcome our panel guest, the Adult Services Officer, Nikki Davis, back to the podcast. Welcome back, Nikki. Hi. Oh, it's great to be back. It's very exciting to have you back. It's been a while since we've done one of these, hasn't it? Yeah, no, it really, really has. I'm hoping we haven't lost our, our cleft talk touch, but it will be fine. Once we get back in the flow of it, it'll be all good. I'm sure our loyal fan base is very excited to have us back. <laughs> um, so let's start by giving them a bit of a teaser about what the rest of the series is looking like for 2020. What can we expect on the podcast for the rest of the year, Nikki? So we've got lots of exciting things coming up on the podcast, which I'm sure you guys will love and be really really interested in so we've got bullying and discrimination and we've got succeeding in the workplace and then we've also got the third paper of the q a sessions which is on treatment decision making and also our christmas special so lots of things to be excited for definitely i think people won't won't want to miss miss that so lots of exciting things coming up um for the rest of the year now that we're we're back on board yeah, definitely. And so what has been the last six months? What has the last six months looked like? What has the COVID pandemic looked like for you and for the Adult Services Project, Kenny? Yeah, well, I think it's fair to say it's been quite different around here over the last kind of six months or so. Um, I mean, in terms of the, the Adult Services Project, you know, as everyone will know, we haven't been doing these for a while. Um, it's been a long, long time since we we're in the same room. Um, yeah. <laughs> But, um, you know, we've done our best to kind of kind of carry on. I think for, for me initially, I think like everybody, kind of the, the shock of um, kind of what COVID has meant for us and kind of like our, our day-to-day life kind of being different and things that, mm-hmm. you know, I think I remember us all in the office back in January kind of seeing what was happening in Wuhan and thinking it seemed a whole world away and that you know how could they possibly lock down a city and then obviously we've seen the entire world be locked down 
yeah definitely it just happens so quickly and then all of a sudden you just got to adjust to to everything so yeah no I just I was not expecting it at all (laughs) definitely and so I think like everybody you know it's been kind of adjusting to a new way of life kind of accepting that the what we perceive as normal is is probably going to be different for a while and Mm. possibly might never go back to being quite how how things were before and kind of how we adjust to that and obviously um how we make the most of of technology to kind of fill the gap which is what we've been doing um with a lot of our adult services project stuff in the last three while has been looking at how do we we bring some of that online and obviously recognizing in that unfortunately there are some people and some things that we normally like to do that we just can't reach in the same way but we're all just having to be a bit more innovative and and not be afraid to try new things Mm. Um, but it certainly has been strange it's posed challenges I think like like everybody I've I've had days where I'm just feeling very over this and you know just wanting the world to go back to normal you know pining for travel opportunity you know just all the things that you you normally do that are just so much harder and in, in the light of COVID and so yeah, it's but then at the same time, there are days where it feels really exciting. You know, you get a, a bit of good news and you, you kind of, we try something new and it works really well. And, and that's that's exciting. And I think knowing mm-hmm. as well that, that this won't last forever, like it's kind of, it feels like it it's going to be around with us for a, a long time. But like, actually, it, it won't be, be forever and things will. No, definitely. Yeah. And- life will, will probably not go back to normal the way that it was but it will, you'll see some um normality as well in that definitely and, and i think we see that i mean the, the last six months or so i've been based um in new zealand which obviously has um dealt with covid slightly differently to other parts of the world and, and i think you know from looking around here i think there's there's a lot of hope of, of things returning to normality and it's like you know if if we can do it over here then you know it it will happen around the world you know countries are slowly emerging and, and getting back to to a kind of new normal which feels a lot like the old normal but just with extra precautions really and, and kind of being a lot more aware of things and I, th- I think COVID's made us all realize that actually a lot of what we were doing before mm. seemed pretty strange anyway like the fact that you know, it took a pandemic to tell us all to wash our hands. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, there'll be some good things that come out of it that, you know, good habits yeah. that we'll make that, that we won't won't lose. But I, I think it's fair to say, you know, 2020 has had more than its fair share of difficult days for us, us all to get through. Um, what ha- would you say, Nikki, have been some of your strategies for getting through a difficult day? And what are some ideas that the CLEF community have shared with us for getting through those tough days? Yeah, sure. So I think for me, um, getting through a difficult day, I would say is probably just keeping yourself really, really busy and not dwelling on it and finding creative things to do in the house that you haven't done for ages. So it's even just like the really old school stuff like playing a game or getting into arts and crafts or getting into sewing they're just more of the traditional activities rather than you know like scrolling through social media and then going on instagram all the time finding new ways to keep your mind active as well i think that's a really good 
a good way and yeah just if you do have a garden then going out getting some fresh air as well I think that's always really really good and then obviously using your when it when we were in lockdown um you know using that one exercise a day to really get out into your local park and getting to exercise as well just keep yourself active as well because I know some people work on routine which I think is really really important as well so maybe just starting a new routine where you do get up you know you have your breakfast have your coffee you do your exercise you get out still still be really active and you have a to-do list like I really work well with lists so I always create a to-do list of the things that I just haven't been able to do because I have so much more time now and I think it's Another thing that people has, has thrown people off is just having more time than what we're used to. Because we're always so busy, we're always running around. So as soon as we have loads of time and our routine goes, everyone's a little bit like, oh my God, what the hell am I going to do now? But I think just taking a step back and really going through it and and just planning your day, I would say. Like having something to look forward to, having something to look wake, like wake up to, I think is a really valuable thing and then also spending time with like family just thinking of it as a really positive thing um rather than all negative and staying away from the headlines and the news because I did this thing where every morning I'd wake up and read the news and it all was a little bit dark mm. and I just didn't really want to start my day like it so having a bit of a break from the social media and the reading the newspapers and reading the really negative headlines all the time and just focusing on you and not and what, what you're going to do for that day I think that's really important um so yeah I think Oxford community have been really really active as well they've been sending in lots of pictures so when it was the weather was really really nice they've been sending in loads of like pictures of um like their family so just in the people in their household and just like doing like little water fights and stuff so again it's just spending that quality time which a lot of our cleft community have shared on like social media which is really good and some of them have been getting really active with some of the like going out getting run like doing runs and also we have this thing called daily smile so a lot of people have been showing in our daily smiles which has been really positive and really uplifting for people so i think we do with clapper we we really do try and keep everyone's spirits really high which is really really good and uh, yeah our community is absolutely fantastic and in, in doing that it's been so nice and hearing that and seeing that you know every single morning as well and just seeing what other people can do that you can do as well and even just going out and washing the car like that can be turned into a really good family event i think you're right you know there's a lot of I think what you were saying about finding a routine is really important because I think most of us need some sort of, of routine. We need something, you know, to get us up in the morning, something that, that gives us purpose. Um, mm. I think what you're saying as well about limiting kind of your consumption of media as well is really important. Yeah, like I think there's a lot of doom and gloom if you go out there looking for it, but there's also a lot of really good things happening. And, you know, we, we have to remind ourselves that it's not all bad bad news and it's so easy just to pick up the phone or put on the news that's just COVID, COVID, COVID. Um, but there there are a lot of other other good things. So kind of yeah, finding that routine. Um mm. exercise, like you say, I know a lot of the cleft community have, have mentioned that and things like yoga that you can do within your own home. So if you don't feel all that comfortable going out or whatever, um just yeah, doing that and Skyping, you know, friends and family. Yeah. Know, making sure that you know although you might be 
physically distant that you're not kind of completely socially distant from from other people yeah no definitely it's just connecting with people as well because some some people do live alone as well so we've just got to try and remember them people as well that you know may not have anyone in in the house as them so yeah i think everyone's been um really hands-on with with technology which is uh which is good and definitely zoom as well and skype and whatsapp and you know like facetime as well that's probably been very very popular definitely and i think the other thing to point out is um you know some people have have mentioned i've read a lot about people feeling a bit guilty when coming out of lockdown that some people actually kind of miss the lockdown because they liked the slower sort of pace and they're not having as well and kind of just pointing out that that that's okay too i think big things like this that happen in the world make us kind of evaluate what's important to us and it it may be that you realize you know actually we spend a a lot of time you know um away from the house or you know feel like we're running from here there to everywhere and actually it might be time to slow slow some of that down a bit Mm, yeah sometimes it takes a global pandemic to figure that out and that's okay yeah no 100 percent. so things are starting to look a bit brighter for the rest of the adult services project can you tell us what the next steps are for the project yeah so that, as you say nikki things are starting to look a bit bit brighter for the project so obviously unfortunately this year we did have to to cancel our annual conference which is a shame because we've kind of done that three years in a row and it's been been a very successful event that's been really appreciated by the community and and we've loved hosting it as well um obviously unfortunately this year we just didn't have a way to safely do that um but we are looking at having it come back next year um assuming that that we can safely do so we're looking at having it on the 3rd of july um and you can already go onto the clapper website www.clapper.com forward slash ac 2021 um and yeah it will be a great a great day hopefully you know assuming that we can go ahead and we're yeah. already looking for people who want to come and share their stories or share their research um so do have a look at that that link if you're interested in taking part um we've also made a lot of progress with the research papers as well so a lot of listeners to this will have participated in the 2018 adult survey and it's um you know provided a huge wealth of information um, that has taken this long to actually write up and, and publish. Um, so we've got two papers so far that have been been published and um, three more that are currently in the works. Um, so you can expect over the, the rest of the year to see more kind of Q&As about those um, where we share what we found with you. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Um, as you know, Nikki, we've been busily developing a leavers pack as well. And yeah. so perhaps you can tell our listeners all about the leavers pack and also how they can get their hands on one of those. Sure. Yeah. So um, our leavers pack is something that we're really, really proud of. And it's, um, yeah, like Kenny said, it's been something that we've been kind of designing and um, getting all the content to really help you guys um, with returning uh, to cleft care so it's um so it's been designed to support adults who were born with a cleft for our adulthood and then um, it has lots of documents in it that would really help so it has a map of the the cleft teams and all of the current contact details in your region and it also has um, the adult returner 
referral pathway as well, which you can really um, look in detail about how your referral pathway should go and what to look out for if it doesn't go right. Um, we've got a letter template that you can take to your GP or dentist to get referral to the NHS CLEF team. Um, we've also got FAQs, um, which is um, to answer most of the common questions relating to CLEF in adulthood. Some information about Clapper and how you can get involved and also some information on our peer and parent support service. So there's lots, lots in there which would be really beneficial for, for adults who who haven't who've been out of the uh, CLEF care for a while and are hoping to return to it so it's I'm really really hoping it'll help everyone um with your experience with it and you can also get your hands on it by going onto the website and just looking at the adult section on the website and um, applying for one there or emailing Kenny and then we can definitely get one sent out and there's also a um a, a qr code that you can um, access the Kappa adults um section on the website to find out all of the information as well and also you can get a or complete a five minute survey about the pack and you also receive a five pound amazon gift card if you wanted to so I'm hoping that I've answered all that and I'm sure Kenny will um, <laughs> include anything that I've missed. I mean, well, I, I was just thinking there when you were mentioning the QR code and um, how when we were thinking about putting that in there and people saying, oh, it seems a bit of an outdated technology, but um, now, yeah. <laughs> now we all know what a QR code is and we're seeing them everywhere. So um, maybe we were just ahead of the times. Um but yes, as you say, um, feel free if you would like a copy, and we would strongly encourage you to have one. Um, it's pretty awesome that you're able to get hold of one if you are an adult who has left the CLEF system. Um, originally, these were only going to be available through the, the CLEF teams, but because of COVID, we have now made them available to everybody to request via post for free of charge. And as Nikki was saying, you can get a £5 gift voucher um, if you do our, our short survey about it. So we even pay you to have one. I mean, brilliant really um so do <laughs> go on to our website so clapper.com forward slash adult services project and on there you'll see a link to order one um otherwise feel free to email us adults at clapper.com um, and we will send one out you just make sure to include your postal address um unfortunately they are limited to to people in the uk they've been so popular that people um all around the world have been um asking for them and we love your enthusiasm but unfortunately they are specific to the uk um mm. that being said we certainly encourage other places if they like the idea um to to take it forward as well yeah definitely <laughs> so we've seen a lot of talk about face mask use and we know it's required on public transport and is recommended for use in shops is it safe to use a face mask if i was born with a cleft what if i find it difficult to breathe yeah, I mean, that's a really good question, Nikki. And I, I've spoken about this a, a wee bit on our Facebook pages and on another podcast, because it is a question that comes up a lot. And it's worth pointing out that face masks are uncomfortable. No one particularly likes wearing them. Um, mm. And they are uncomfortable for, for everyone, regardless of whether you were born with a cleft or not. In answer to the question, is it safe? Yes, it is safe to use a face mask. Um, and it, it's encouraged to do so. If you are finding it difficult to breathe, um, you know, bearing in mind 
everybody finds it somewhat more difficult using a face mask. It can feel quite claustrophobic. It can feel a bit uncomfortable. Um, it doesn't actually mean that you're finding it any more difficult to breathe or that you're struggling to breathe. Um, however, if you feel that you are finding it particularly difficult to breathe, um, then there's a couple of things you need to be aware of. First of all, I would strongly encourage you to go and talk to your GP or your CLEF mm -hmm. team if you feel that you are struggling to breathe because um, that is a sign of a bigger problem. Like most people can wear a face mask with, with no problem. You know, I, I wear a face mask. Um, I find it uncomfortable, I, but I wouldn't say I find it difficult to breathe. Um, secondly, if you are finding it difficult to breathe when you're wearing a face mask, um, that does put you in the more vulnerable category of people who, if you were to get sick from COVID, um, you're likely to have a much harder time breathing because of COVID than you would because of wearing a face mask. So think really carefully before you decide that you won't be wearing a face mask. Um, you know, the, the science is, is pretty clear on this, that a face mask helps reduce the risk of community transmission. Um, so you know, we all should be doing our bit wherever we can to wear a face mask. Um, but as I say, if you're finding it difficult to breathe and you think you're finding it more so than everybody else, then go and see your GP or your clinic mm -hmm. team. Um, otherwise, if it's just a bit uncomfortable, wear a mask. No one wants to do it, but, but we have to do yeah. it. Yeah, no, I've definitely had some really bad mask, face mask experiences, especially when it comes to makeup and lipstick. Oh my God. And then when it was really hot as well on the, um, just walking about and oh, I'll come take my face mask off and there'll just be makeup smudged everywhere, lipstick everywhere. So make sure you wash your face masks as well. If you get a, uh, if you have a fabric one. <laughs> of course. And on that note as well, like take a bit of time to find what, you know, not all face masks are created equal. Um, so, you know, find one, preferably a reusable one that, that you do find comfortable or as comfortable as possible to wear you know rather than one you've made from an old t-shirt that probably isn't isn't the best mm. yeah no definitely so as we come to start to come to terms with our new normal we do so in a world where covid is still out there in the community which understandably may make some people feel quite anxious what advice do you have for people to reconnect with friends and family safely yeah well and as you say Nikki, you know i think it is quite normal to, to feel quite anxious in, in these times. Um, and one thing that we found from the cleft community is actually people deal with this in a variety of different ways. Some people report feeling very anxious. Other people actually feel that they take it in their stride because all their other experiences related to cleft are actually given them a sense of resilience. So um, it's normal to feel anxious. It's also normal to feel fine. Um, but in terms of reconnecting with friends and family safely, it is really important that you do reconnect with friends and family as much as you can and in a way yeah. that, that feels safe and comfortable to you. Um, I know in the UK, you've got the rule of six, um, yeah. which is about, you know, not having more than six people in, in any one place in, indoors or outdoors. Um, so obviously observing that. So, you know, if you're, if you don't normally um, live with the group of people you're going to visit, making sure that that, that group doesn't then exceed six um, mm -hmm. You know, a, a good way to start if you are feeling quite anxious is, is to start by expanding your social network quite, you know, in quite a small way. So rather than reconnecting with everybody, you know, and going to see, you know, 12 groups of different people in a week, um, 
maybe just just reconnect with the people who are closest to you face to face to begin with and then continue um to talk to people online who might not be in your your inner circle now you can slowly build out i mean some people as well will have concerns perhaps about having to go back to work um again talk to your employer about that if it's something that you don't feel particularly comfortable with doing talk to your employer everybody has got used to working from home we know that people can do it so it's all about what's comfortable for you at this point similarly you might feel the opposite you might feel like you've done your dash of working from home and you're really keen to get back to work and physically be in an office um again you know talk to your employer about ways that that can be done and facilitated safely for you um so it's all about kind of doing what's right for you and just talking to the people around you um you know if you feel more comfortable in certain places wearing a mask like you know if you're at the workplace or whatever and you prefer to wear a mask wear a mask um you know and just do the things that make you feel comfortable you know there's no right or wrong well there are wrong ways of doing this but there's no kind of um you know perfect way or you know one way that is right it's all about what what works for the individual yeah no definitely So a lot of people probably wondering about and have questions about what happens next with their treatment and are wondering if it will be delayed. What's been the impact of COVID on people's care? Yeah, well, I think it's probably worth pointing out at, at this point that um, Clapper have done a really good Q&A with um, David Drake, who's a yeah. surgeon on the Glasgow Cleft team. And so if you have a lot of questions about this, I, I would recommend you go onto our Facebook page and onto our website and have a watch of that. It covered off a lot of these these things really well. Um, but just to pick up on a few points that, that David did make in that that presentation uh, or in that Q and A rather, um, was that you know inevitably because of COVID, a lot of non-essential treatment right across the NHS has been postponed or, or cancelled, um, and that includes with some elements of cleft care. Um, obviously, as this is an adults podcast predominantly. Um, the impact on adults is that routine adult surgery is not available at at the moment anywhere across the UK Um, and that generally adult routine cleft clinics aren't happening all that often either Um, and unfortunately a lot of the things that adults present with um, to the cleft team are quite complex and so that also makes remote consultations really difficult Um, so unfortunately if you are an adult waiting on cleft care at the moment, you probably will be waiting a, a wee while. Um, and that's going to vary across the UK, depending on infection rates and NHS protocols in different parts of the country. So his advice was to check in with your cleft team um, to let them know that you're still there, that you're, you're waiting and that you've got questions. Um, and they will be best placed to give you an idea of kind of what services might be available remotely, what services you might be able to go in for face-to-face, as well as what surgeries and treatments might be happening, or if they're not happening, how long you might have to wait for that. Um, Some cleft teams are making people self-isolate before going in for treatment, um, and then having people take COVID tests. Again, check with your cleft team as to to what that means for you. if you're listening to this more from the perspective of um, you've got children who are waiting cleft treatment, um, they generally, because that kind of is a bit more time critical usually, um, 
they do have some good plans in place to make sure that treatment does happen. But again, I would refer you back to watching that Q&A with David Drake for specific questions. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't answer it for you, go and talk to the, the CLEF team. Yeah, no, definitely. Thank you for that, Kenny. I think people will definitely find um, that very useful. Now, Nikki, obviously here at Clapper, we've had to adapt the way that we do things and we've been moving on to a more online and remote way of doing things, things like the Q&As, for mm -hmm. example. Um, yeah. But we are, of course, very much still here for people who need us. What are the supports that Clapper are offering at the moment? Yeah, yeah. So I think it is um, really, really important, exactly like you said before, about connecting with people. So at Clapper, we we've always, always tried to do that. And we just had to adapt like every other charity out there had to adapt to um, doing everything online. So we spent, um, Clever spent a lot of time um, redeveloping a lot of um, their websites. All the information is up to date. If you do, if there's something specific that you need to look for, then a lot of uh, work has gone into that. Um, with the way of kind of still getting that community Clapper vibe, which is something that Clapper has always been really, really good at. So we do, um pub quizzes or i shouldn't really say pub quizzes we do quizzes um so it's always the first monday of um every single month that we've been doing that and you can you can join um just on our uh, cleft and palette association facebook page you can find it on there with also a lot of um promotion stuff that we hand out as well and that we publish on our instagram and, and social media channels so please look out on them as well and you know, make sure you follow us to find out what other events that we've got going on. We do our um, Clapper um, coffee events as well, which is um, run by volunteers. And it's just a little way for people to keep connected so you can still keep talking and just to lighten your spirits up as well about all of it. We also do, if there is someone that you do really need to talk to, then we also have our peer um, support service and you just email peer support at clapper.com and you'll be matched with one of our Clare Flip and Palette Association's trained adult volunteers. They're always really helpful if you do need someone to talk to. Um, and also our Facebook page as well, which um, we have a lot of people or a lot of members. And if you do have a question, just type it on there and someone will get back to you. And also you can um, email info at clapper.com and with any queries that you have. And yeah, I think that's uh, that's most of it. But please keep um, looking out on all of our social media channels as well, just to see what else we've got coming up. Because we do really want to try and connect our community and make our online services a lot more um, effective as well. Definitely. I think we've kind of recognised that online services are going to be here for a while. So any feedback that you, you have and how we can improve those, you know, mm. we'd be, be very interested in hearing that. Um, and obviously, you know, things like this podcast and the Q&As will, will continue as well as all the things that, yeah. um, that Nikki has just mentioned there. Yeah, definitely. So that's all we've got time for on the panel discussion this month. We hope that you found this discussion to be useful in helping you reconnect with the TEF community and understand how Clapper continues to be here with you in these strange times. Clapper is the community for all those affected by Clef with any issues, so please don't hesitate to get in contact with us. Remember that you can access more information and listen again to this and other panel discussions on our website at www.clapper.com forward slash adult services project. If this discussion has made you wish to seek support, please contact your CLEF team and request a referral to the CLEF team. 
you will find the details of your local cleft team on our website or in your leavers pack if you've received one of those alternatively if you've already been seen by the cleft team feel free to talk with them about any of the content on this podcast if you'd like more information a big thank you to you all once again for joining us make sure to join kenny and myself again next month we'll be discussing bullying and discrimination and it's a podcast you won't want to miss take care bye for now bye hey guys thanks for tuning in to cleft talk brought to you by clapper and proudly supported by the vtct foundation We want to know what you thought of the programme so that we can make the next one even better. If you found this interesting, please make sure you subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud or your favourite podcast player. Our next podcast is coming at the beginning of next month. Check out www.kappa.com forward slash talk to find out what we'll be talking about next. We want your questions to take to the panel. Visit our panel discussion page on our website to submit your questions. You can also check out everything we're up to with the Adult Services Project, including a list of our upcoming programmes and events at www.clapper.com forward slash Adult Services Project. You also can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. We look forward to talking to you again soon.